Good morning, my Frankly Ferguson friends. Today I am interviewing Sammy Riccioli, who is the mommy to two beautiful little boys and an interior designer out of Lower Gwynedd, Pennsylvania. She is the owner of Sammy Riccioli Designs, who started a fun tradition a few years ago in keeping her Christmas tree up all year long. Throughout the year, she decorates her tree using inspirations from all the holidays and special events that take place from month to month. She is a lover of color and especially tie-dye, who incorporates that cheer in her celebratory designs and is here to add some color to our day, too. So welcome, welcome, Sammy. Thank you. Hi. You're so welcome. <laughs> so I have to ask, I'm going to start with some background questions for you. Are you originally from Pennsylvania? Um, no, I'm actually from Princeton, New Jersey. The only reason I'm in Pennsylvania is because I went to college at Drexel where I met my husband and he moved me, got me to move to the Burbs um, <laughs> about nine years ago. So gotcha. I'm actually a Jersey girl myself. I grew up in um, New Providence and then lived in Madison. And I have some family who lives out in Princeton and that area. So I'm I'm pretty familiar with it as well. And we kind of crossed over for the tax reasons. <laughs> yeah. And I never but changed my cell phone number. So everybody's mm-hmm. always like, oh, you're from Jersey? Because that's I the know. giveaway. <laughs> yep. I still have a 908. So it is, it's, we are dead giveaways. Yep. So how did you come about being an interior designer? When did you start your business and what kind of projects do you work on? Okay. So I actually have zero formal training. I did not go to school for that. I went to school for design and merchandising. Gotcha. Um, so I was trying to do the fashion thing and I realized, um, after my freshman year of college that I really couldn't sew for the life of me. So I took the um, business route with the design. Um, and then after college, I actually worked a bunch of temp jobs. I worked for an architect in the city, um, who did a lot of interior design, but I actually wasn't even interested in it while working for her. I was just her assistant. Um, and then I became a realtor. Gotcha. So I was actually selling homes in Philly um, for about four years. And then when I moved to the suburbs, um, soon after my wedding, I got pregnant with my first child. Yeah. And I decided I was done with real estate because I wanted an open schedule. And yeah. I did the stay-at-home mom life for about two and a half years. Um, mm-hmm. I had another baby in between that. Um, and then one day, I was always... I always love furnishing my own house and doing the design. Um, and my friends were always asking me for help. And one day somebody messaged me actually on Instagram and asked me if I wanted to um, help redo the interior of their first floor. Um, and I, at first I laughed because I was like, I'm not a designer. I'm not, I can't do this. Um, and then I kind of thought about it and I was like, I could do this. I did my own house. I had just built um, my current home with my husband the year before So I knew that I could do it. I just taking that leap was, you know, when you're doing it for somebody else and they're relying on you, there's a lot of pressure. So I decided I'm just going to go for it. Um, I charged like way too less. I had no idea what I was doing. Like I said, I had no (laughs) formal training, but I just like went with it and we did it and she loved it. And then it just kind of snowballed into me you know, having a website made, I made business cards. And if anybody ever asked me, how long have you been doing this? I would just say, Oh, seems like forever. I never really gave a straight answer. Like, Oh, I just started. Right. Um, so that's really how the business was born. It was just one person trusting me with their home because they liked my designs on Instagram. Yeah. And now it's, 
gone into way past just selecting furniture and artwork and rugs. Now it's mostly kitchen and bath renovations. Um, so that's where, that's where it is now. And I'm, I'm happy it went there. Those seem to be the biggest projects in a house, the kitchen and bathrooms, you know, and there's so many choices and everything. So having someone kind of come in and help you to organize all of your thoughts and really, you know, find what fits you and your, and your design and decor dreams. Like, I, I just think it's, um, I think it's just helps out so much. And I also think your story is really inspiring because, you know, too often we, we set out to do something and it, we realize later it's really not what we want to be doing, you know, and finding something that you're really passionate about, even though it was in your home and then having someone reach out to you. I mean, that's really inspiring because you, you kind of went with a passion project, right. Mm -hmm. For your home and then turned it into a business. So that's awesome. Yeah. And my husband Um, always makes fun of like social media hates Instagram. And then Basically, this business wouldn't be a business if it wasn't for social media, because I would say all of my clients in the past two years have been through Instagram. Oh, that's how I found you. Yeah, <laughs> I was so. on Instagram. I don't even know how you popped up, but I was on Instagram and I was like, oh, my God, look at look at her trees. Look at all of the decor. And I know. And I, I didn't know how to separate like personal page. First, I was posting both like, yep my designs on my personal, my trees on my business. And then I, I decided, okay, I need my own Instagram for my kids and my trees and my silly stuff. And then I need a business page because some people that are hiring me for a business, they don't want to see pictures of my kids. They just want to be before and afters. So now I keep it separate um, completely. Although I do have probably a lot of people following both accounts, like people that know me. Right. I don't really advertise on my Sammy Riccioli Designs Instagram that I have a personal page, right. but I'm not really hard to find. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that was really challenging for me when I decided to start a business page because I had all of these followers on my personal page and getting them to go over and follow me on my mm-hmm. professional page is hard because yeah. they feel like they're going to see the same thing in both places. Yeah. So it's been a little bit uh, challenging, but I'm getting there. Yeah. So, I saw on your website that you offer in-person consultations, but also online consultations. So even though you're in Pennsylvania, if someone's in New Jersey or Texas or wherever, you can actually do a consultation online for them. So can you explain that a little bit? Um, Yes. So like currently right now, I'm actually doing an online renovation through FaceTime, email, texting, calling in Florida with um, a girl who found me on Instagram. So I've sent her like samples of floor finishes and she FaceTimes me about placement of everything from hardware to, you know, does this tile look good here? And she's going off of basically all of my opinions through virtual, which is crazy because I was doing this before the pandemic and now even more so I don't want to go in a million people's homes, especially if it's something I can do over the phone. So if somebody has a contractor, there's no reason why I can't do it over the phone. Yeah, um, you absolutely. know, so I've, I've been doing a lot of that, um, recently. So, um, I probably kind of have to slow down with the online because my other projects that are in person take up so much of my day and I'm, I'm trying to kind of spread myself out to everybody. So yeah. at this point I'm probably, you know, not going to be taking on too many more virtual consultations because they're never really consultations. They usually go like weeks go yeah it's not just like a two-hour console and then done it's 
no. you know, way more than that. <laughs> yeah, I bet people continue to contact after yeah, that. Yeah, and I give my cell phone number out, which <laughs> got people you in trouble. text me all day and night about decisions. Yeah, so. I know. And I mean, when you're passionate about something, it's almost hard to like say no to that. You know what I mean? Like, right. I do enjoy okay. it. But at some point I'm like, okay, put the phone down, you. watch your show. Yeah. Like I have to watch two hours of TV every night or I'm not a happy person. Like that is my, like I let go <laughs> of all my day stress and I just get into a show. <laughs> yep. Me too. I'm the same exact way. And my kids are always like, what happens if we come down? I'm like, you go right back up. Oh like, yeah. You're, you're not allowed to come down. So stay up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is mommy's time. Yep. Um, so what would you say is your favorite trend right now um, in interior design and what's your least favorite? So I would guess I would say my favorite trend, which to me isn't so much a trend. It's been around a while, but now people are doing it again is wallpaper. Yeah, um, I so it. I love wallpaper. I have like six rooms in my house wallpapered um, mm-hmm. and I always push wallpaper on clients. Like, are you, would you think that you'd be interested in wallpapering? So many people are scared. Um, but honestly, sometimes a good painter could be just as costly as wallpaper. Um, right. and if you're sick of it, you can always take it down. Right. Um, yeah. so I try to get people into wallpaper. I would say about 60% say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I also love, love black. A lot of my projects are black and white. Um, a lot of people don't love black. They think it makes a room look smaller, but it, it really doesn't. That's just a myth. Um, yeah. I love black trim work right now. So I'm big into light floors, black windows. That's probably a big trend right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, oh, custom kitchen hoods, um, with metal strapping and riveting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are doing, doing that right now. Yeah. I'm a big black and white person in my decor. I, kind of started it like in one space and now it's pretty much exploded all mm-hmm. on my first and second level I know I'm like <laughs> and, what, uh, what can I make black next I'm I'm, I'm ready to like move yeah. and paint the whole house black absolutely I'm, I'm gonna work on my bedroom next and I really want to do green with black and white which I never was a green person but I've seen some stuff online and it just looks so pretty accented with that with those colors with the black and white stripes right. and, and if it's just like that, paint so. you could always change it it's not a big deal exactly yeah i would yeah, say my exactly. least favorite which i hope i'm not offending anybody is probably a lot of like wood moldings and beige yeah. brown color schemes like yeah. i'm completely over the beige i've never been a beige person you're either a black and white gray person or a beige and brown i've never been a beige and brown person yeah, me either. You know, like when me people either. send me pictures of like beige and brown living rooms, I'm like, how do you feel about gray and black? Like I immediately <laughs> shut down the beige brown color family. Yeah. How can we change this? Right. And I think a lot, so, if, if you're not into my, you know, design page and my before and afters, I think, you know, basically what I do to beige and brown rooms, I make them black and white. So like I've had somebody reach right. out to me that was not interested in making the room more modern. She wanted traditional. And I said, I really don't think I even, you know, want to take this on just because it's not my style. So I really yeah. only right. help people that, you know, want to transform their space into something that they've seen kind of on my design page, not, not right. traditional, which I don't decorate traditionally. 
Right, right. And you, you love color. I see yes. you decorating with lots of tie-dye inspired color. I love color, but um, I don't use it often in a design. I did do a girl's bathroom right. last year with a pink vanity, and that was probably the only color I've used really in a design. Besides like accessories and throw pillows, having a splash of color, I'm all for it. Yeah. But I generally keep neutral with the grays, different shades of gray. You know, I love white, obviously, with kids. White yeah. is hard, but I'm big into gray and black and, you know, gold tones. So generally, it's pretty monotone. But when you look at all the little celebrations I have for my kids and all the things I decorate with, like for parties, everything is so colorful, rainbow, like sparkles, everything. So it's kind of opposite right. of my design stuff. But yeah, I don't think I'm ready to like paint my walls rainbow yet, but no, <laughs> no. Yeah. I've seen a lot of your stuff and a lot of it does have like a white background or something very neutral in the gray white type mm-hmm. of tones. And then you usually add, you know, pops of color to things, which I love. Um, and then your trees. So let's talk about your wonderful, <laughs> fun, fabulous trees. Um, well, it's really only one tree, but it has many different faces and I just get such a kick out of seeing them throughout the year. So why did you decide to start this passion project and what does it mean to you? Okay. So every year when we take Christmas down, uh, I immediately like text my husband. I'm like, the room looks empty. We need more furniture. <laughs> I, I don't know. Something's missing. I want to put the tree back up. I, I always hate taking Christmas down because the room looks so empty and so bare and just so dull. So Um, you know, last year, Christmas time, I said, okay, I'm going to keep the tree. Well, two years ago, I did a Valentine's day tree, but it ended at that. And the tree was taken down and looking back at the picture I posted of the Valentine's tree two years ago, it's like terrible. Um, so last year, (laughs) Christmas, I did a Candyland theme and like so many people seem to love it. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go for Valentine's day, but do it a lot better than last year. So I, you know, I, I did it way bigger than the year before and then people really loved it. And I was like, okay, maybe I can keep this going and do St. Patrick's day. So after St. Patrick's day, I was like, okay, everyone's loving this and asking me what the next tree is going to be. I think I have to keep it up. So I ran it by my husband. I was like, we're pretty much going to have a Christmas tree up for the entire year. (laughs) So less work for you in November for me to ask you to like get the Christmas tree together. Yeah. So totally. it just snowballed into <laughs> Easter, you know, um, Cinco de Mayo, Fourth um, of July, and then my husband's birthday. And my birthday is in June. I did a birthday tree, um, and then I did the back to school. And now I have Halloween. So I've done nine trees. Nine trees. Yeah. Christmas will be ten. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work every month, but people like it. They look forward well, to it, and. I somehow squeeze the time in um, to like order all these supplies throughout the month, you know, before the holiday. And then the, de- the actual decorating of the tree does not take me that long, but you know, getting the bins to pack it all away. And that's timely. Um, that's the biggest <laughs> question because I, you've really inspired me. Like I was literally just looking for a black tree because I was like, I would love to do a Halloween tree for my girls, you know? And, but then I was like, where the heck am I going to keep all this stuff? Yeah. Because <laughs> pretty much each tree has two, two full large bins of stuff that I pack away back into it. So right. 
I've accumulated just in the last year, like probably 25 bins and I already had like 30. So my basement (laughs) is now like a full holiday decor storage area, but I love doing it. I don't know if I can do this every year, all year. I have to think of different holidays. Like I said, maybe I can do New Year's Eve this year because that's something I didn't do, but it is so close to Christmas. And I don't know how stressful that'll be to like rip Christmas down the day after, get New Year's Eve up in time for the first. So I'm trying to think of like maybe some other holidays that I haven't done, maybe do a summer tree. I don't know. People send me ideas all the time. Some of them are like completely outrageous. Um, I would love to do it. Um, you know, this year I might have to take a little break. I'm having surgery, um, like the beginning of January or mid January. So I might not be able to do a couple trees, but I'm sure I'll figure out something when I'm feeling better to throw up real quick because my mind usually races, especially when I'm bored. If I'm at home doing nothing, um, recovering, I'll probably be ordering things online. So, well, I'm so sorry oh, to hear that. Okay. Best wishes for a speedy recovery. I I understand the whole uh, creative side of things and and how you get that that itch and you just yeah. Can't, a lot of people are like still, don't but... understand why I do this. I think honestly, I didn't grow up celebrating Christmas, so I think that had something to do with it. And I always told my mom, who I love my mom to death, but she did not own one decoration. Like we did not uh-huh. decorate our house for holidays. I got a pumpkin. We carved it. That was it. So I think pretty much I, when I grew up, I always admired Christmas decorations. I couldn't wait to have a Christmas tree one day. I mean, I didn't even know I was going to marry like a Catholic boy. I already was like (laughs) planning my Christmas decorations. So when I got married, like that first Christmas, I was so excited to go get a Christmas tree. Like he couldn't understand, but growing up, not celebrating Christmas, I, I, I couldn't wait. I remember my first tree was like all silver and white. I was so excited to buy everything. And then everything a little more and more to the decor. And then after I had kids, it became like almost an obsession where I was ordering for like Christmas stuff months in advance. I would like scour every home goods for every like life-size Santa and sleigh I could find. And (laughs) I guess I would say in the past three years, it's become, it's definitely an addiction. It's, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm always looking for things to decorate the house with, not just like furniture and, you know, vases and things like that. It's now just like I'm searching for a candy nutcracker that's six feet tall. And I'm thinking of ways I could like recreate a gingerbread house in my son's room with his house bed. Like my mind is always going and I I have such a hard time sometimes shutting my mind off. But I don't know. I do it because yeah. it makes me happy. It makes others happy. I'm just going to keep doing it until I burn, burn out and I can't do it anymore. But right now I feel like I have the, I squeeze in the time to do it and people like it. So I'm going, I'm going to keep going. It, it really makes things magical when you are able to like, I'm, I'm a creative like you, we both have young kids. It seems like we both like to focus on celebrating life and just really bringing out the joy in all the different holidays and everything else. And it really does make it magical. Like when my kids come down and they see like my kitchen tables all set up for for St. Patrick's Day and I surprise them with that and and give them little goodies in their St. Patrick's Day bags. And I've got my tables decorated and I've got all this stuff on my mantle Mm -hmm. and just all over the house. It really it adds so much excitement to their Lives, yeah, at this know, point, especially... my kids expect it. They're like, when are you putting the Christmas right. tree in our room? Like, I mean, now everybody yeah. has a Christmas tree. 
And, yep. and, and sometimes I get upset because I do get some people that message me like, you make me feel inadequate. I don't think I do enough. I, I don't do this stuff to make moms think that they have to do this. I realize yeah. what I do is definitely above and beyond what's absolutely necessary. Like it is not at all. Right. I mean, you right. don't have to give your child a Halloween basket. You don't have to give your child a celebration for every single little thing and make giant balloon arches. I do it because I just, I'm a creative person and I don't know, maybe this is a way of channeling right. my stress with, you know, things that go on in my life. Maybe this is the way that I forget about that stuff by decorating and doing these like pointless parties that nobody, nobody even comes to. They're really just for us. Um, <laughs> you know, like I made like a massive number six balloon mosaic for my son's birthday a few weeks ago. Like nobody came to see that. I just did that for him. And I really just did it right. for me. Like I, it was a challenge. Like I've never done this balloon mosaic number and I want to try it and see if I can do it. Now I, I'm never doing that again. It was way too much work. And <laughs> I was like, yeah. why did I do this? But I feel like when I set out to do something and I tell my son I'm going to do it, I'm not going to quit on it. Like, I want him to see, even though I'm frustrated and like basically cursing at this styrofoam number, <laughs> like I'm going to finish this because I said I was going to do it. So right. I just hope one day they marry girls that <laughs> measure up. No, I'm kidding. But, I mean, <laughs> that put as that long as their wives their let me uh, take over the decorations <laughs> and the weddings and all that, I'm happy. I'll just come in and decorate the good. house for them. That's so funny because you have boys, I know. so you know that's going to be a challenge. I know. <laughs> and I feel like as they're getting older now, like I have to do less because at some point they're going to be like, Mom, stop giving us like St. Patrick's Day baskets <laughs> and like stop giving us like balloon arches for everything. You know, because now they're getting older, it's like, I don't know. I need a new baby to uh, torture. <laughs> Absolutely. I, it's so funny because you mentioned how like sometimes people say to you that you make them feel inadequate like other moms. And I have some people who've actually said that to me because I'm really into a lot of the stuff that you're into as well. And I just I hate that judgment. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I know that they're kind of joking, but then kind of right. not. And it's like, you don't understand there's a lot of reasons behind I think why you and I do things like that you know what right. I mean and and drop that judgment because it's silly we're just trying to make it yeah uh, and there's you know, there's plenty of things that other moms do that I don't um, totally you know 100%. maybe if I wasn't wasting all of my time blowing up balloons and making decorations I would be able to <laughs> do more board games and puzzles with my kids so maybe that makes me a bad mom right. in that department I don't know I mean I'm great I'm not judging any moms and I don't think you have to do anything. As long as your kids are happy and healthy, it's all that matters. So if whatever you're doing, your kids are happy, you don't need to do any more than that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have a favorite tree that you've designed? I honestly thought that Easter was my best tree. And when I did a yeah. poll like two months ago and I posted in one post, like all the trees next to each other. And I said, mm -hmm. you know, tell me below which one's your favorite. I think two people out of like 200 said Easter. Everybody said Cinco de Mayo. And I'm not kidding. That was, I thought my worst tree and <laughs> it cost me the least amount of money. And I got all the decorations on Amazon because it was like right when COVID started and I was like rushing yep. to get stuff and I couldn't go to stores and I got everything on Amazon and I, everything was like, there was no like 3d objects, maybe one taco. Everything was like rushed and 
like tissue paper. And I was like, this is going to suck. But I said I was going to put the tree up. So I'm doing it. And then that was the one that everybody said they liked the most. So that was a little surprising to me. But I guess, I don't know. I guess Easter was probably my biggest effort and it got the least amount of um, (laughs) likes, I guess. Of course. Isn't that the way it always yeah. goes? <laughs> well, listen, Sammy, thank you so much for joining me today. It was such a pleasure speaking to you. And if people want to consider you for their interior design needs, where can they go to? So I will be honest, my website needs updating. The girl who made the website, I need to update it because I don't think I've had any new projects on there in the past year and a half, which has been the majority of my work in the last year. So you can go to SammyRicchioliDesigns.com. And you can send me a message through there, or you can just send me a message through my Instagram, Sammy Riccioli um, Designs, or Sammy Riccioli, which is my personal page. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I do have to say, I'm not taking anybody on probably until spring of 2021. Um, but if you want to talk more about your project, I would love to hear from you. And... Yeah, and check her yeah. out, get some inspiration from her and, and go see her trees because they Thank rock. You. <laughs> um and I'll put I'll put your okay, website great. up and, and all your thanks. information up when I when I post as well. So thanks no again, problem. Sammy. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Guys, go check her out and get Thank inspired. You.